0: Hello, welcome back to the tiny room. I am Michael, son of Patrick, and I am joined by Benjamin, son of Jezza.
1: Nailed it. That, Thanks. Was, that was pretty good.
0: Is it, welcome back to Michael and Benjamin. It
1: was supposed to be Red Skull, but I didn't do a German accent. Oh, yeah, Okay. Do you want to start the pod again? Nah. Start, nah Welcome back to the
0: real Michael and Benjamin podcast. I'm Michael and Michael and Benjamin podcast. And I am joined by the man to whom I am somewhat of a father figure. It's Benjamin. Say hello, Benjamin. <laughs>
1: That's a stretch. Um, hello, Benjamin. Um, yeah, today's episode is brought to you by Power Washing on a Sunday morning.
0: Benjamin, I think that our sound gate and audio uh, and noise reduction device will make that an irrelevant comment no one will hear the power washing outside
1: speaking of irrelevance theme music (gasps) theme music for the podcast we don't actually have any theme music but I hope someone will make some up for us I don't want Rachel, I hope it's Rachel.
0: (laughs) Very good, excellent. Benjamin, Yeah. speaking of the episode Who's Your Daddy, you know who's not your daddy, uh, the film X-Men Dark Phoenix. (laughs)
1: Yeah, decidedly not daddy.
0: It's nobody's daddy. Nobody's daddy. Ben, it is easily the worst performance of any X-Men film ever.
1: Which is surprising, because Last Stand was horrible. Last Stand, retrospectively...
0: Not that horrible
1: Well compared to Dark Phoenix Uh, uh, No one ever thought people would say You know what the Dark Phoenix saga in Last Stand Not the worst Dark Phoenix saga (laughs) Nobody expected that to come No
0: I think Dark Phoenix was better than Last Stand But what I'm saying is Last Stand disappointed because it was the first not good X-Men film That's true But Last Stand isn't absolutely irredeemably awful either it's I in. S- go on, go on, go on. Now you go on.
1: I still think X Men Two is the best of the X Men. Well, it probably is.
0: Well, no, it's not the best of the X Men films. Ben. Of the original X Men films. Well, they, 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 I mean, they're they're all one melange now. Are they? Yeah. Are they? Well, they all take place in the same timeline. they right. in Mad Time. The best Ben is First Class, followed swiftly by yes, Logan.
1: that's fair. Logan is key.
0: Then both Deadpool's.
1: Yeah, probably, probably. Then Tragically, X-Men for two. Them best Colossus. Yes. That we've had. The only good Colossus. The only good Colossus. Why did they make had.
0: Colossus not Russian? Ben, why? What is their fear? You know what it is? It's coward's blood. It's red terror. They have coward's blood. They just... They're so afraid of doing the comic book things that when they do the comic book things, people enjoy
1: it. They won't lean into it. They just bloody do it. They won't lean
0: into even it. Even bloody... Even bloody Deadpool suffers a little bit from coward's blood where they wouldn't do Juggernaut quite... Quite juggernauty enough. Quite juggernauty enough. Nearly juggernauty, but not quite.
1: Just pull that trigger.
0: Just do it, Ben. We found out this morning that X Men: Dark Phoenix has the the highest ever first weekend to second weekend flop in uh, numbers. That hesitation was brought to you by computer freeze. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're all right. Uh, <laughs> um, ben, yeah, who's, who has the highest ever drop-off. So that basically means that everyone who was even remotely interested in seeing X-Men The Dark Phoenix saw it in the first weekend, and that was very few people.
1: Um, yeah. It's just a terrible film. I'm glad I didn't go see it with you. How,
0: can, how do you know it's a terrible film?
1: Because, um, look...
0: You haven't seen it, Ben. Look, I'm just going to say What a statement. I'm well, going to
1: say What a statement to make. look, the, 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 the stats agree with me, Michael. That's...
0: Look, Ben. Some great films have flopped at the box office. For example, for example, Blade Runner. That's true. It Blade is Runner now a cult classic. Blade Runner twenty forty nine.
1: Yes, that should have gotten way more.
0: Some awful films have been incredibly successful at the box office. Avatar. Av- uh, Avatar is not horrible. X Men Revenge. Oh, sorry, uh, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen.
1: Terrible film.
0: S- speaking of Ben, mm. speaking of Transformers, the last night, which I know we weren't, uh, we went to see a film. Smooth. Not on thanks. Not on Wednesday evening, Ben. Not as per Not Wednesday more. evening tradition, because it was this one wasn't released in Ireland on a Wednesday evening. We went to see Men in Black International.
1: Well you went to see Men in Black International. You didn't come
0: with me. I was
1: busy, I'm sorry. Coward's Blood. Coward's Blood.
0: Ben Coward's I Blood Colopy. Hashtag cancel Ben. Ben oh. we went to see Men Strong in Black words. Men in Black International. And it belongs right there in the ca- that category with uh, Dark Phoenix. Is it terrible? No, it's not. It's just a film. It's, oh, a, it's, it's a film. It's a film Yeah, that people made. People made a film. Tessa it's Thompson, fine. Tessa Thompson
1: and Chris Hemsworth chemistry?
0: Chester Thompson and Chris Hemsworth, they're both very, very attractive people.
1: They are, aren't they?
0: And... You could spend a worse hour and 90 minutes than looking at their faces. An hour and
1: 90 minutes?
0: No, sorry, 90 minutes. I don't know how that works. No, that would, that would be two and a half hours. It was, it was an hour and 30. An hour and 30 minutes.
1: There's the worst, the worst ways to spend an hour and a half. I could Bloody. sit and watch Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson for an hour and a half. Yeah, and there's yeah. lots of close ups on their faces, and they're very attractive faces. Yeah. Was it a higher quality to the previous films? No. In terms of special effects budget? Well, in terms
0: of special effects budget, it's the special effects are flawless. Really? They're excellent special effects. Oh, good. And in particular, the special effects of the main baddies are very good. Because very I good have indeed.
1: found that quite often, the men in black films try and stick with their B-list budget in some kind of homage to previous iterations. It, it
0: lacked some of the style of the first two. Really? Yeah, but perhaps the special effects were too good. Oh. You know what I mean? It, it missed the tacky It B-list. lacked a little bit of the... The B-movie vibe. The B-movie practicality of the originals. B vibes. Yeah. It's fine. Just film. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth's about the place. He goes, uh, you know, is it though? Hmm. Was it? Hmm. I love oh, Chris. That's, that's my Chris Hemsworth impression. Pre-
1: pretty poor. I'm not going to lie. No, it's like,
0: yeah, I'm the lead agent on this case. Hmm. Are you though? Oh, he did you that. He, are, he went mm, full Thor. He just, yeah, he did his Chris Hemsworth being funny. In,
1: in fairness, not his fault. Thor well, is been, him because he's Chris Hemsworth. It's he's, that's, that's what he's been asked to do. <laughs> yeah. He's
0: like, Chris Hemsworth, just come over here and do a Chris Hemsworth. He's, um, he's
1: kind of oddly deep British voice, which is actually Australian. Yeah. Are, are you, though?
0: Are, are you? Are are you it's, though? Me, it's me, isn't it? I'm the best agent. <laughs> uh, uh, am I? Are you? Isn't it?
1: Join us next week when we launch our third podcast <laughs> <laughs> Lunch with Hemsworth. Lunch with Hemsworth, where two men just poorly imitate Hemsworth. Did uh, we? Was it poor? Was it though? Who was mm. the old villain in, in Men in Black International? It was, was it Liam um, Neeson his racist antics. Well, no,
0: it was the Hive. Ooh. We're not doing any spoilers, are we? Ooh. Liam Neeson plays a kind of father figure to Chris Hemsworth. Ooh. Done a little wink there for you. Yeah, I got it. Because he's uh, Hollywood's favorite dad, Liam Neeson.
1: Liam Neeson. Get you to tell you what? We'll if you are idea. kidnapped by an international European cabal dealing exclusively in young female slave trades, you want Liam Neeson as your dad? Yeah. That's how you want going, crashing through Parisian windows. You don't want him as your your friend's dad, though, because then you die. Yeah, then you... That's what happened
0: to Katie Cassidy You get the film taken. Yeah. She, she got killed. Heroin, I think. Heroin. Yeah. I think it was heroin. Um, yeah. But look, Men in Black is fine. It's uh, Special effects are very good. People are very attractive. Chris Hemsworth is going, oh, who is it? Am I? Was yeah. it? Well. Uh, you know. Well. Uh, well, yeah. well. <laughs> That's pretty much his role in the film. Um there's a little little alien guy for cuteness, and you got to have uh, your little cute mascot. Rebecca Ferguson is in it, almost unrecognizable. Who's Rebecca Ferguson? Rebecca Ferguson. You might know her from films, the men, in Bl- not the Men in Black, The Mission Impossible.
1: Oh, I do know Rebecca
0: Ferguson. Yeah, she's in it. She's the international la- sexy lady. Drugs of mystery. It. Yeah, it's um, not as exploitatively sexy as the first. Three. Oh well that's good Yeah That's it's progress very, it's very modern isn't it That's progress In the
1: first three There was lots of sexiness See I think if you're banking on On a, on a Yeah there was a big sexy plant lady just Yeah Wholesale ripped off poison Ivy And went Yeah, well, It was Laura Finn there. Boyle Yeah Who has faded to obscurity
0: Yeah you, should, you could probably find a video By Looper On why Hollywood Won't cast Laura Finn Boyle Anymore
1: yeah, but Looper videos aren't great, are Well, they? that was my point, Ben. You know what you should watch what instead. Is, aren't Michael they, and Benjamin's <laughs> video. Oh, very good. About why Hollywood won't cast Laura Flynn Boyle anymore.
0: <laughs> Will they, won't though? They? Won't they? Well! <laughs> that's That uh, sounds weird. Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Look, I can't I neither recommend nor disrecommend it. It's fine.
1: You don't disrecommend things. That's not a real word.
0: Disrecommend.
1: You saw something else this week, Michael. What else? I did, did you Ben. See? Look, I've
0: been bloody ploughing through content, let me tell you. Yeah. Fun. For free.
1: Name your sex tape. Plowing through, through content. <laughs> oh. It's very unpleasant. Some poor young one has to be named content. Alex. Oh no.
0: <laughs> or oh. young gentleman, Ben. <laughs> Whatever. We're, we're, very, we're modern modern here. very modern like here. Like the, in the men in black. <laughs> Uh, there was no Will Smith song at the end.
1: Oh, that would have been great though if yeah. you had had a Will Smith cameo.
0: The, uh, look, I said no spoilers, but I will do a spoiler. There is no Will Smith cameo. Oh, that's shite. Unless well, there's a post-credit scene, but I didn't stick around. I man. would have
1: loved a thing of, yo!
0: Wicked, wicked, wild.
1: <laughs>
0: wicked, <laughs> wild, wild west. I'm not doing that again. I would have loved to
1: have seen, uh, I would have loved to have seen Will Smith walk in. And he goes, so, we're working together on this. And then it'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and then Chris Evans would go, are we? Oh! There? Are we? Well, no, well. I'm, I'm the boss. <laughs> no. And you. then Agent J just be like, uh-huh, sure you're yeah. slick. And then be like. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm.
0: That doesn't happen. Um, Instead, mm-hmm. oh, that's gold content. Uh <laughs> Me and Jim listened to Jim and I listened to Men in Black theme Machines On the Way Back
1: Ah good good call
0: Yeah We listened to Jim both Jim and I
1: sounds like a Very very off Broadway hit Mm. The Jim and I
0: Yeah it sounds a bit grim though Doesn't it Like it's about one of us dying
1: Oh
0: Yeah Anyway
1: What did I do Jessica Jones I hope it's you that dies And not Jim I like Jim
0: <laughs> Thanks I like Jim I a lot really appreciate that Ben <laughs> Thanks a lot The Jim
1: and Ben's podcast Coming yeah. to
0: you soon I'm gonna work some attacks on Ben into this next <laughs> season, man. So, um, you saw Jessica
1: Jones.
0: I saw Jessica Jones, Ben. Yeah. You might say that by going into its third season, Jessica Jones, not unlike your beard, is kind of outstaying its welcome. <laughs> Allegedly, I don't actually hate it that Amazing. much. I, once we get a jab at your beard <laughs> in, Ben. It's fine. It's it's uh I'm only four episodes in then and not very much has happened.
1: Uh, that's that seemed to be an, uh, that seems to have been a Jessica Jones problem since season. season one
0: season you know, since, since season one really. Yeah, I mean it's... season one had the excitamente of a great villain. Yeah. But season two has taken the tone of not the tone. The trope, the trope. The trope, eh? the trope, trope of trope. this is that we're seeing events. I don't know if it's going to continue, but we're seeing events from two perspectives. Jessica's perspective and... What's her friend's name? Rachel? Patty. Patty. Patsy Walker. Patsy Walker. Trish. Trish Walker. Trish Walker. Because we don't call her Patty in the comics. Patsy. Or Patsy in the in series. the series. Um, no, but she was called Patsy, remember? Yeah. The public know her as Patsy, but oh, she prefers Trish. She,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway,
0: we see the story from 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 Jennifer's perspective and then from Paddy's perspective Trish has
1: a new set of superpowers or does she also her name is not Jennifer it's Jessica but Jennifer the, Jones Jennifer Jones Jennifer Jones it's our, off, friend, off, Jennifer. Off, our friend Jennifer our friend Jennifer Jones
0: it's an off brand knockoff <laughs>
1: Um, by soon Marble, soon, soon to be starring in the Gemini. <laughs> yeah,
0: Marble's Jennifer Jones. <laughs> Jennifer Jones uh, is. They're investigating a case. They're both investigating the same case from from another perspective. Goodness! And we see Trish. They go down. They do. They commit the same crime as '90s X-Men. Do you remember Ben? When leather. no, well, there is a lot of leather. But do you remember when they were on the X Jet in X-Men One, and Wolverine says leather. And then Cyclops says, what would you prefer, a yellow spandex? And everyone said, oh, that's so true. It, the comic shoots are ridiculous. And then since then, every single film has teased us with the comic costumes and then not shown them in the next film.
1: I have never adjusted to the Wolverine tease at the end of Wolverine 2, Wolverine lost in Japan. <laughs> that's <not scult>. um, good. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't in it, though. That's a deleted scene, isn't it? It's a deleted scene, yeah, but isn't I never it? got over it. Yeah, I've just seen the deleted fair. scene I was like, mm.
0: But And if you remember In Jessica Jones season 1 She was kind of thinking About designing superhero costumes And she designed The jewel costume And went No way No way Not a yeah. chance So Patsy very briefly Wears the Hellcat costume Oh She does a Changing costumes montage oh. Hellcat costume And goes oh. Hell no And then she just dresses up As Daredevil From Daredevil season 1 Oh classic
1: Yeah Cosplayers' coward, wet dream, Coward season one. Cowards
0: blood. <laughs> cowards blood. <laughs> they have cowards blood. They they oh, just won't do it.
1: There's a magnificent Wolverine costume just to your right, there, Michael. That's just, my left, Ben. That's yeah. I I, I was testing, and you passed. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, to your left, there, Michael. This classic '90s Jim Lee inspired X Men.
0: Just stick him in the yellow stripe. Jim Lee was traditionally the brown one, though. That's, was he?
1: Yeah. I love I love tan Wolverine. I love brown tan Wolverine. Mm. That's what
0: what 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 Wolverine fans call the tiger stripe costume. Oh, oh, yeah, I see. Go. There you go, there you go. There's some facts. Well right. now. There's some facts. Well now. Fact, hitting you with fact. Well Jessica now. Jessica Jones, Jennifer Jones. It's fine. Yeah, you know, hard living. She gets stabbed. I oh, know. Yeah, yeah, it's fine.
1: Wait, was she on. not bulletproof at some point? No. No, she was never, oh, that's no. Luke Cage. I'm Luke like, Cage is bulletproof. I'm confusing. Luke Cage make a cameo?
0: Uh, I haven't seen it, but okay. I think he does. Oh. But I haven't seen it. Oh. But I haven't seen it. Oh. Of,
1: we're gonna we're gonna tie up that arc in a nice. I
0: don't poke. think so. I don't think anything's gonna be tied up in a nice little bow. Oh, no. I think we're just gonna forget all of this happened. No. Um Agents of Shield, great though. Still not referencing the snap. <sighs> Jerks.
1: They're just a terrible show. But from ben, start to finish.
0: Uh, no, that's entirely untrue. Ben. It's
1: entirely categorically
0: it's, true. It's not Ben. What what I'm saying here is, I think it's time for you to look take take a look inwards. Take, look inwards Ben
1: Start asking him <laughs> to make a change
0: Exactly Look at the man in the mirror And ask the man in the mirror Is it really a logical thing to do Say something's terrible if you haven't seen it
1: I'm um, <laughs> looking at the man in the mirror Yes it is
0: Anyway The reason I'm talking about Bloody Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ben Is because it's, it stars everyone's favourite Father figure Philip Coulson
1: Smooth as silk You ruined it though <laughs> Smooth as silk
0: Do, do you think <gasps>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, here in Ireland, it's Father's Day. It is, not internationally Not internationally Father's Day, but it's an Irish Father's Day, a Paddy's Father's Day, a Paddy's Daddy's Day. Paddy's Um, Daddy's. Paddy's Daddy's Day. Um, So with that in mind, we decided... To have a look at all the different father figures in in comic books and television and and various forms of media.
0: English people sometimes call Irish people "mix," Ben. Um, yeah, they call the or as a, or sorry, Americans call us "mix" as a kind yeah. of derogatory term, and people often then are amused that my name is Mick because you know Irish ginger Mick. Ha, ha, ha. And you do then, have a daddy, so
1: technically it's uh, very appropriate as um, a Mickey then they, Paddy's Daddy's Day.
0: And then they find out my, that my father's name is Patrick or Paddy, and oh, they God. think it's a joke. They think I'm doing a joke.
1: Mickey Paddy's Daddy's Day.
0: Yeah. Anyway, go on, do your thing.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we decided we take a look at different father figures, and I suppose That could be your father figure. I don't like that line. It makes me uncomfortable. I feel threatened. I feel <laughs> a little bit claustrophobic. You
0: just call me daddy, and we'll get through oh, this podcast very smoothly. Just do it. Oh, I don't want to. We'll get through the podcast very smoothly.
1: Please, Daddy. No, isn't the um, So we took a look at father figures, and the reason we took a look at father figures is it's the twenty first century, Michael. Mm-hmm. We have blended families all over the place. Oh, bloody women can be fathers now. Women can be fathers now. We have single parent families. We have double parent families. I'm sure there's probably a fair few triple or quadruple parent families out there. Bloody heck! So look, it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big blended family unit. So mm-hmm. we decided to, to to stray from the traditional quite frankly, a narrow definition of what a father is biologically. (laughs) Get out of here. And we decided to take a look at some father figures. Um, But more importantly than that, um, we put it over to the the Gram.
0: The Gram. The
1: Gram. The Reddit. And and we asked the the folks over on the Gram what they thought. We got plenty of responses, Michael.
0: As we sometimes do these days, though. As we
1: sometimes do these days. Uh, Fan Question Friday is a uh, first of all, just a fantastic—I suppose we call it follower question Friday. Assuming yeah, I they the, like it yeah, Was yeah. a terrible decision. Yeah, that was. But um, yeah, we got some great little responses there, Michael. That you going to read them out very now? Very happy with them. Uh, well, I'm trying to find them, Michael. But my internet's not working at all. There Go on, look. Michael. You you get to work there. Well, what do you want me to do? I've done a lot of talking there. Give us some of the examples that were given. Bloody
0: Charles Xavier. No, sorry, that no, he's a bad one. He's a bad egg. Well, terrible father figure
1: is he abusive manipulative father figure is he though psychologically gaslighting father figure is he though blocking people's memories so that they work better as a team father figure
0: or blocking people's memories so that they uh, don't have to they can deal with their trauma more appropriately you haven't seen the film Ben
1: <laughs> yeah but that's a famous Charles Xavier arc
0: but that's only because there's he's also in... the
1: whole thing where he wants to write Jean he's Grey he's only in
0: love with Jean Grey who's not in love with Jean Grey
1: me no she's a lovely lady she's Ben she's a one dimensional character that's been doomed to death
0: Dune to death.
1: Dune to death.
0: <laughs> t- I tell you. <laughs> no, she isn't. Jean Grey is great. She's, she's, a side always, character. she's always fainting. She's always. Oh! She's got very little. Jean. Jean. Um, Wolverine. Light Camera Tentacles pointed out Wolverine is both a great father figure and an awful father and a figure. terrible father figure. Ben, I'm worried about stepping on your notes here. You're not. Because you've ahead. just asked me to read this Go list. On, you
1: keep, you keep working through.
0: Because he's a great father figure, Ben, because he, he's an excellent surrogate father to many of the young.
1: The young X-Men.
0: Uh, the, a Jubilee. A Jubilee. A Shadowcat. An uh, X-23. An X-23. Who is uh, only
1: his biological daughter in Logan. In... She's a clone of him and everything else. She's
0: a clone in Logan,
1: isn't she? I don't... I can't remember. I, I think she is a clone, his... no. Okay. Yeah, okay, she is. She
0: definitely doesn't impregnate a lady. Imagine if his if, if, if Willie had a spike.
1: Do you think it makes that noise when <laughs> he gets heard? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> but but he also is a terrible father because he has killed almost all of his biological children.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he he has a lot of uh, he, he has a lot of progeny. Is Dakin? progeny progeny offspring? Pro,
0: um, is D- Dakin is one of his biological children? Dakin or Dakin? Which is he dead? No, Dakin's
1: still going. Ah, still ticking along, mm. acting the maggot. Yeah, bloody big daddy dakes.
0: Uh, polka dot Sundays <laughs> said uh, Rupert Giles.
1: Noted friend of the podcast Polkadot Sundays In with a win I thought you were going to say Noted
0: friend of the podcast Anthony Head No (laughs) No we've never met him No (laughs) we've never met
1: him Um, Yeah Giles Great shout What 90s Warm fuzzies they were Also very proto Ahead of the curve there On the uh, blended family Kind of thing Go on Well friends of the family Of the 21st century Michael That's what everybody tells me You can't choose your family You can't choose your friends Therefore, it makes sense that you have a better family and your friends because you get to choose them as opposed to your abusive father, your abusive mother, your terrible father, your Neither terrible mother. Neither my father nor you're, my mother are abusive. Your disa- oh, disappointing mother. father, your disappointing mother.
0: What? Go on. You just keep talking. Well, like I have you... an
1: emotionally abusive <laughs> father figure in you. Um, <laughs> I could be your father figure. Basically, the trauma I experience here on a Sunday is what lets me go out into the world and have an interesting backstory in bars at 2 a.m. Ah. Yeah. Um wasn't Giles a bit Manipulative though Oh they're all manipulative
0: Giles is a bit of A Professor X type
1: Yeah Saving the world Yeah But he has those moments Of conflict where he has To go back to the council And yeah, he's like I, No I, I won't I won't, won't tell I tell him can't that do it, it. It's, it's, not,
0: it's not right It's not fair That's not That sounds more like Chris Hemsworth <laughs> It's not right It's not fair <laughs> It's not fair Is it Well Well Is it though well. Isn't it
1: Is it yeah, Would I Giles is a great shooter
0: <laughs> Is he though <laughs> Would he
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, so basically We got a whole list of things i uh, oh, sorry uh,
0: Do you know me to keep going? Go on, give us a few more Bloody Dr. Cadwell Dr.
1: Stephen Cadwell
0: Dr. Stephen Cadwell He says that uh, It's a tough question Because he is a dad He is a pop So uh, he has a, a more a, a Kind of an insight He is a paddy daddy uh, A lot of the A lot of the dads are a bit uh, They're just kind of like Plot points jor yeah. yeah. Old Tommy Wayne
1: Good old Good old Tommy dubs Mm-hmm Um They just exist to die. Some, a lot of them, yeah They're they're yeah. stock props Stock dad
0: in the fridge Yeah um, Fridging dads Or burying your dads He said his good ones though Are uh, Greg Universe From Steven Universe
1: He's a great old dad Struggling Not meant to be a father But still bears the burden Quite well
0: And Marlin From Finding Nemo
1: Ah, sure look Becomes that's a, whole, a great that's an emotional dad. journey But he loses his child In the first start But that's the hero's journey For you, isn't it? We see, I think that's the problem You see, he's an overbearing father And he learns to give independence In mm. order to have A better relationship With his son Exactly Yeah uh, yeah,
0: Pickard Who's P- Pickard? Oh, Picard From Big Fat Cat Picard yeah. John Luke Pickard Jean-Luc Jean Luke, Luke Picard Jean-Luc yeah. Pickard
1: father figure In space In He's, space Is he though? Well, outside of Darth Vader mm. yeah, There There is an angry Little League game I would like to see Two dads shouting at the sidelines of
0: Ben Can I just Ask you a question just Are you for kidding very, me? Just
1: With that girl
0: that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to a Little League game? Oh, all the time. <laughs> that was an odd. We're culture, over there in America. Odd cultural reference there, Ben. In a hurling game, then. Uh, good man. Are you shitting me? Are at that gun? Look at that feckin'. He's after whacking him with the hurdle. Now,
1: what are you at?
0: <laughs> did you see Michael Fassbender telling a story about. No, did he I, told me about this was, last week. Did we talk about this last week. It's brilliant. <laughs> look, you didn't hit me in the knob. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I think geek, we can. Of course, Ben. Geek and Sunpod.
1: Oh, which is a noted Paddy Daddy pod uh, here Paddy in Dad- Dublin. That's Give about a Paddy listen. and a Daddy. No, yeah. it's
0: in, not in Dublin. They're from Donegal, I think. Aren't they? Irish podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: Um, where If you're looking for more family-orientated family geek stuff, go check them out. They
0: Look, that, Ben, yeah, it's like this, but with uh, less swearing. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like a cleaner, more wholesome version. You'll feel good when you stop listening <laughs> no. to their podcast. Uh,
0: they've given us a whole list. They didn't say if these are good or bad, so I assume it's good. It was his top five. Yeah, but it didn't say good or bad, did it? No, So maybe they're not. bad. Go on. Be- bail Morgana, Jimmy Smits, was that Jimmy Smits from Jimmy, the Star Wars? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Uh, Jed Bartlett, who's that? Is he the president from 24?
1: Yeah, I think so. No, yeah. I think it's from West Wing, isn't it?
0: West Wing, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that not who yeah, it is? Yeah, 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 it's, it's yeah, yeah. King Theoden.
1: King Theoden from mm. what?
0: From the Lord of the Rings, Ben. Mm, I mean, You're know, the worst. to me. Arthur Weasley.
1: Oh, Great call. There's a bloody Harry Potter Watered convention
0: art. on this week in Dublin.
1: There is. We didn't want to go because we don't like Harry Potter all <laughs> <laughs> here at the time. Well, we don't like it. Yeah, it's, just, it's just not really our thing. thing.
0: And Scott Lang.
1: And Scott Lang, best father figure going in mm. modern representation. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They also wreck on that relationship very much in Ant Man 2, which I found fascinating. He has initially a very, um, a very conflicting relationship. With his ex-wife and her new husband. But then that seems to have slid along yeah, they, they massively. They smooth it all over. Things, yeah, do, things develop, things change. Over. Yeah, I know, but it's interesting to see that. Because he saves them all from the, the very, quantum realm. The very definition of a blended family working together To Mm. raise a lovely little girl, so nice. Um, I have never recovered from the scene where he thinks that Cassie has died in Endgame, and he's sprinting through the streets trying to get to her house to see if she's okay.
0: But he thinks he's died as well. Yeah, it's a beautiful moment. It's a
1: beautiful moment. Um, So that got
0: me thinking. Hold on, uh, we're not leaving people out. (laughs) Fantasy Chick Seven Seven Seven, who every time I see it, I think I'm going to be in trouble for following her. Yeah, (laughs) to be fair. To be Um,
1: fair, thank you for contributing all the time, Fantasy (laughs) Chick Seven Seven Seven. But you are getting us funny looks on trains. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mufasa. Ben. Faza, Faza, Scott Lang.
0: Scott Lang again. Scott Lang comes up a lot. Scotty Lang. you know what do. <laughs> Paul bif-
1: Rudd is the internet's dad. Is he?
0: Yeah. Wait. What's up with the back and forward thing? Because you're doing? I'm I'm sitting. By, Get I'm, into I'm the mic. J- Get I'm into the mic, with
1: your, with your endless listing, boy. Uh, you asked me to. You literally asked me to read them out. Atticus Finch, Ben, Ned Stark. Atticus Finch is a terrible father. Is he? He exposes his children to far too much, far too young.
0: Well look that's how you develop Bobby Singer Good shout for Bobby Singer Oh
1: Bobby Singer The The father figure To two wayward sons
0: Carry on Through the noise And confusion Carry on Behind this illusion Uh,
1: I don't know who General Iroh is General Iroh is uh, The uncle In Avatar The Last Airbender He's Zuko's uncle um, And when Zuko is exiled From the Fire Nation By his Quite frankly, abusive, emotionally manipulative and tyrannical father. Mm -hmm. Um, Iroh is the only one who sticks by him and tries to show him the way of peace as opposed to the way of conflict. Um, A wonderful father figure um, and a great show by Fantasy Chick 777
0: And Ben, there's a few who come up from a lot of different people. Uh, Alfred.
1: Oh. Alfred Pennyworth. Penny dubs. Presumably Mm. not the Alfred Pennyworth from the... He's he's a... He's, quite frankly, a little bit haphazard in his... In
0: his parenting. In his
1: parenting. He,
0: he will kill a man, though.
1: Oh, with, for Bruce? Yeah, with a plate. For Brucey baby? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so basically, that's a whole big list, Michael. That's a whole Thanks, big ben. list of things. Thanks for making me read it out. Well, well done reading it out, though. You nailed it. There was a lot of variation, good tone. Thank you. Know, you. Et cetera. It made for an interesting time. But it also led to a difficulty because if we sit here and just list all day, Michael, that's not much of a podcast.
0: No, we might as well work for BuzzFeed. We
1: might as well work for BuzzFeed. If BuzzFeed does want to hire us, though. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Um... Yes, so we decided to take a look instead at some of the key tropes and why we use fathers in fiction. Um, What role do they play? (laughs) You've pointed out Mm -hmm. some already. And I think probably the biggest one that you see is, you killed my father, prepare to die. Oh. So that's the famous quote from...
0: The death of a father in Nego Montoya.
1: In Nego Montoya from The Princess Princess Bride. Bride. Yeah. And very often we see a lot of dead dads. Yeah, um, for purely motivation and revenge purposes for our mm. heroes um, they're there to drive the hero forward Tommy they're Wayne to give them something to do um, sorry you say again Tommy, Tommy Rains, Wayne yeah. Tom Dubs um, Man of Steel which is Fridge Kevin Costner out of nowhere well we, we tornado him he you
0: got, you got whipped away in a tornado.
1: Yeah, he, got, he he whipped his hair back and forth a bit too much and then got murdered. So that, you know, motivates the Man of Steel to not step forward. Coward's yeah. blood.
0: Coward's blood. For Clark
1: Kent. Um, Star Wars pre-reveal, Obi-Wan Kenobi manipulates Luke into thinking that uh, Darth V. Um, <laughs> Darth V. is the man that killed his father. Yeah. And that's what gets Luke to step forward and do that. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. then George Lucas, who loves fridging a pop. Yeah. Um, popsicles he makes a lot of the time oh, I'm proud of that one um, He then goes and kills Uncle Luke Or Uncle What's his name? Uncle Lars Uncle Lars and Aunt Beru yeah.
0: Luke loses a lot of Father figures yeah. In that series yeah. He loses Uncle Lars Who's probably the most Closest to a father he has Actual biological like, ra- father yeah. No No, no sorry,
1: I, sorry Closest to an actual biological father
0: No. No What are you saying Ben?
1: Sorry <laughs> He's related isn't he?
0: He is but he's the one who raised him Yeah He's, so that was his
1: actual dad. His
0: father is the real Yeah. The father in his life, the as person as who to raised his dad. Yeah. And then he loses his his kind of surrogate dad in Ben Kenobi, although that's not a very long relationship.
1: No. Quite brief, but they make a whole big deal out of the, the rest of the yeah, goddamn the trilogy.
0: And then he he <laughs> finds out who his real dad and
1: he is and he dies. And it, yeah, he just it's like oh, son bye. Yeah, um, three dead dads in yeah. in a couple of weeks. Look, just the the moral of the story is don't be a dad to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, just stay true. away. Yep. Um I think that's why he went away on that island. Did
0: no dads, kill any more dads. No more dads on that um, island. Um
1: Yeah, and then, of course, we have our our non-biological dad-father figures like Uncle Ben. Classic motivation to kind of drive the hero forward. Um, Very often used in different ways. There are some variations on that trope. Um, Sometimes we do it with the mother. Um, However, mothers are quite often overlooked in favour of fathers The dad dying is always a way more significant event than the mother Quite often they'll kill whole families Mm. Um, But the dad is the one that the son seems to focus on It seems to be a father-son thing Um, Quite often Not not that there aren't cases It was
0: something that people hated about The Amazing Spider-Man 2 Which was? That his dad wasn't dead And he was a secret spy
1: scientist man Secret agent man Yeah, exactly Uh, It was one of those things He should be dead Kill Mm. that dad Kill that dad. And then they move a bus over the dad. Um, Yeah, it's pretty grim. But yeah, there are variations on it. Thor loses his mother, for example, in the Al Assassination in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a huge drive for him.
0: Odin's a terrible dad.
1: Odin is a terrible dad, but we'll get to that, Michael. Don't step on my notes. Um, So yeah, we have those. So that's the classic one. Very often it's used to to push the hero, give them that last push. And the dead dad is insulted by the villain of the piece. Or he's like your uncle father, Ben. Your father died like a coward.
0: Bloody King Tachaka.
1: King Ah oh, Tachaka. Yeah, bloody UN. Holy yeah. UN.
0: He got blown up in the UN yeah. Yeah, so, by the Winter
1: Soldier. That was a big thing. And then Claw gives him an L yeah for that, and that's what drives him over the edge. And Zemo tries to goad him into killing him.
0: And then he has to go meet his dad.
1: Then he has to go to meet Papa. Yeah. On the plains of do Africa. Have, do you have bloody Mustafa in there? Uh, what, where they just ripped it off wholesale from the Disney film?
0: Well, the Disney film ripped it off from, from the Simba
1: the White Lion film from Japan, Japanimation. And they probably ripped it off from Hamlet. So, Look, I mean, it's, all, it's, all,
0: Hamlet. it's all... Hamlet. It's a Hamlet. There you go, Ben. It's all
1: ripped off. It's all ripped off. Well, I mean, there's there's the Mac Daddy of weird manipulative daddies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the tropes. And then the other one, and the one that you've touched on quite a bit as well, is the stern papa leader trope, mm-hmm. um, where it's not their bio dad. But he's a he's a father to his men. Is the the common line. A, pr- a professor used. X. A professor X, where it's like I just have my students' best interests at heart. Nile and also, Calder. And also. Are you doing a bit? Jean Gray. <laughs> She's on my mind yeah. A lot
0: Or in Niles Calder Where or, he says I just have my students Best interests at heart
1: But also I don't want people To find out That I'm a shite
0: bag Yes also <laughs> I'm in a wheelchair
1: <laughs> But sometimes Not in flashbacks sometimes, sometimes not in flashbacks. Um, So yeah You have a lot of I have of those a serum ones. I have affectionately stolen From Alan Partridge On this one And called him The Alpha Papa Okay um, And again you, you touched on it earlier Wolverine is probably The best example of that He especially took over When them kind of turned around to Cyclops and went, you're a bit of a dick. I don't like you. Um, And then all of a sudden Wolverine started stepping up and taking that kind of, listen kid, we've all had crap lives.
0: Was Cyclops ever a kind of surrogate fathery guy?
1: I think they attempted that a couple of times with the whole X-Nation, hmm. uh, fascist Cyclops run that nobody paid attention to because Marvel was trying to downplay mutant characters so they could replace them with...
0: The Inhumans. The Inhumans. That didn't work great, right, did it? No,
1: it failed horribly. Good. Failed horribly. There's a great example of a failed version of that trope. They really tried to make Black Bolt a hero for his people. Didn't. Didn't work. Mm. Didn't work at all. And um, so that's one example of that. I Phil think-
0: Colson. From the TV show Agency. S.H.I.E.L.D. Sorry I didn't Shield. quite
1: catch that But yeah also Optimus Prime um, oh, yeah. Optimus Prime is a perfect example of that um, Especially in the early Transformers movies From my end I think Because that's my main exposure to Transformers But I'm sure you could expand on that if you wanted No uh, Okay fair enough um, And then the one that we all know And love And everybody loves to get behind Captain America Ah uh, Captain America Is he a daddy? Ah uh, he would have that role Does he? Here and there Wanda
0: I thought Wanda was had more of a father figure with vision, but then she fell in love with him and that was a bit creepy. Actually no come on now. I, I don't think what did you Wanda can argue it? Did Wanda and Steve have any interactions? I
1: think probably more from a comic book point of view than yeah, because uh, he's, he's very often the man that kinda sets things right.
0: But in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies I would yeah, have thought that not. Hawkeye was more of a father figure to Wanda. Yeah,
1: Hawkeye is shite though.
0: Yeah but he's more of a father figure That doesn't serve my point Michael So I'm just going to ignore it Yeah good man (laughs) Classic internet banter No you're
1: right Probably in the MCU A poor representation of that trope But in um, In the comics themselves Mm. Quite a solid point of that Spider-Man often looks up to Everybody looks up to Cap Cap is like The one true north Except that time he was a Nazi Does
0: everyone look (laughs) Dad Dad. Are you a Nazi again Stop
1: liking that stuff on Facebook Everyone can see it
0: (laughs) Yeah That vaccines do work. <laughs> um, can Ben? That's our anti-vaxxer sponsor's <laughs> anti-vax. gone. Ben, can imagine sure Captain America turned out to be anti-vaxx? That'd be oh, a good plot. Man. Ben, considering he was made by a bunch of cock. Is he? Is he really a father figure, though? Well, what is you mean? he? Is he a father figure? Yeah, people look up to him. But that's that's not the. Oh, uh, right? What's your definition of a fa- A surrogate father or a father figure? Someone
1: who provides guidance in times of need. Is, is, that's what, is that what? Fills a role and helps you to understand your place in the world, despite not being biologically related. Is that? Uh, is that what he does? Occasionally.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't rank him okay. with the likes of Xavier or Niles Calder or even Wolverine.
1: Okay, he has got the boot then.
0: Because he doesn't tend to have young charges. Good for him. Because
1: <laughs> that's a creepy trope. Yeah. Uh, another big one there. Then I guess in terms of young charges would be bloody Batman. Yeah, but Batman doesn't want to he doesn't want to be though. a father figure, a does he? He's, fascist.
0: he's he's uh he's a terrible father if he is a father figure. Yeah, he's not and great. He's actually Damien's father. And he's not a great. Terrible, him. terrible father. Um
1: Yeah, so I think one of the the ways that that trope is often kind of subverted or turned on its head is it it makes the portrayal all the much worse when you find out he was the villain all along. Like Omni-Man. Like Omni-Man. From Dublin's north side. Um, Omni-Man over there in the shopping centre causing havoc. Um, yeah, um, To any of our female listeners Mainly Rachel Who takes great umbrance To our Omni-Man impression That's for you Rachel <laughs> That's, that's for just Rachel. for you um, No but very often We have a father figure That's been trusted Again and again And again and again He turns
0: out to be and a it bad turns bloke. out
1: He's been the bad egg all along Harvey Weinstein A wine Oh <laughs> No he got people to call him daddy Yeah He wasn't actually a father figure mm. Yeah so moving on From that fucking egregious <laughs> uh, moment uh, the one that we probably deal with most on this podcast Michael is the sins of the father trope um, where the apple doesn't fall far from the tree now, usually this is a bad apple from a bad tree yeah. um, and that's used for a bunch of different reasons one of the main ones is for character development to kind of show you what way the character might go and the other big one that they use it for is foreshadowing
0: Ben this computer's not plugged in plug the computer in foreshadowing son of a bitch.
1: so I'm going to plug the computer in there now you, you have to talk about foreshadowing yeah. right
0: man. foreshadowing is is uh, what happens when you have more than three light sources and they're all shining on the same object.
1: That's not what it is.
0: Creating four shadows. I'm Look, I wish that we could do a podcast about watching Ben trying to plug a socket into a wall because it is comically inept. Ben, it's like every other socket in the world. Just plug it in. Just <laughs> stick it in the bloody hole. There you go. Good man. Now turn the pla- There you go. Good lad.
1: There you go. <laughs> So quite often done for foreshadowing. I think the most famous example of that would probably be Harry Osborne and Norman Osborn. Um Green Goblin. For those that don't know, especially in the Raimi films, it was it was leaned into heavily in the yeah. Raimi films.
0: They have hair which looks quite like our sound padding on the walls.
1: Yeah, it's all rippled. Yeah,
0: rippled. Is that what you mean about the the apple not falling far from the tree? They both have that ripply hair.
1: No, that's not what it means, Michael. It means that very often, if you've got a bad egg for a da. You might turn out to be a bad egg for a son. It's controversial yeah. because it opens up the whole nature versus nurture debate.
0: Exactly. Adolf Hitler Jr.
1: Yeah. Is it genetics? Is that what it is? Um, or is it environment? It doesn't really matter um, because we see lots of different examples of that. Some of the more comic examples we see is uh, Dr. Evil and Scott Evil
0: oh, from yeah, Austin Powers. I him.
1: Yeah, that was gas. That was Seth Green. Yeah. Um, he wanted to be evil, though. Seth, so he, he did by the end. And then that turns over a new leaf.
0: Is that how that At ends? The
1: end, yeah. Is that um, the one with Beyonce? Yeah, that's the one with Beyonce. Gold hmm. member. Hmm.
0: Gold. Um, I love gold. Which
1: was probably funny at the time, but now a gold member is quite an often thing in a rewards program in various levels. Yeah, I'm yeah, a gold member. Yeah. I'm a gold member. Hmm. Um, and nobody giggles anymore, so that's a shame. Uh, probably some of the more recent examples that we have would be Draco Malfoy and Lucius Malfoy.
0: Lucius Malfoy's a real prick.
1: He's a real prick. And his son, certainly for the first few, right up until the, the last book... Is a real prick too mm-hmm. um, And then we see a breaking of that trope And we see that um, Draco Malfoy fighting some kind of Absolution
0: Does Draco turn good in the end? Ah he does yeah I don't remember what he does He does, does He yeah.
1: He saves somebody or something Does he? Now. Ah but, good lad Um, Probably a more classic Clinging to that trope Would be Ramsay Bolton and Roose Bolton um, Rats from the flats uh, Rats from the flats The lads Um, Yeah Ramsay Bolton is just a, a terrible egg mm. And that's all in, in service To getting his father's approval Which he never gets but Roos Bolton is bad, but he's not as bad. He's not psychotically bad. No. Um, he was also in Chernobyl.
0: Was he? Yeah, he plays the state prosecutor. Well, good for him. He's doing good. Good for him. He's doing good. He used to come to cinema world, to Cinema when I worked in Cineworld in, in Parnell Street. Oh, he's a good lad. He used to come in once a week and go and see a film. Oh Good for him. Yeah. Good nice for him. Nice guy. Oh. Michael...
1: Michael Hatton. I'm not going to get it. Uh, there are a lot of variations on the sins of the father trope. Um, one of the ones is that we we subverted by making sure that the, the bad son doesn't become bad. He, he breaks free of that kind of cycle of misery and emotional abuse and stuff like that. And he goes on to do other things. But... Um, we can also use it in much more positive ways to grow heroes well hold on a
0: second you have to give us an example of uh, one who breaks free of their oh
1: Zuko from um, Avatar The Last Airbender I I haven't seen Avatar The Last last Airbender Airbender, Um, he goes through a a whole whirlwind emotional journey where he escapes the yoke of his father's tyranny Hmm. Um, and that's a whole thing he pushes really hard to be against that the whole time Um, Uh, which is real good and it works Yeah, it works out real well for him. Um, I think you could probably look at it in terms of Quicksilver and Wanda as well from Avengers 2. Um, Not necessarily their father figure, but certainly their commander-in-chief expects them to do one thing and then eventually they move away from that. If you're looking for a more superhero-centered example. I'm not. Okay, fair enough. Um, But the way that we subvert that in other ways is with Odin. Odin is a real bad egg and the sins of the father would be uh, bloody hella. Mm-hmm. In Ragnarok And then Loki and Thor Have to bond together And kind of Try and take on This big bad egg Yeah
0: I mean comic book Odin, Bloody Hither and fro On whether he's oh a good father Or a terrible father He's, a terrible dick father.
1: Dick he's usually dick. a real Son of a bitch He's just terrible I kind of like that though He's consistent mm. um, He's consistently a dick Um, The realest father Is the next trope That we're going to take a look at And that's the father who's like Get your head out of the clouds boy This is real life
0: (laughs) Like how your father Doesn't want you podcasting
1: Yeah basically He says stop hanging out With that weird 30 something year old In his tiny room That's pretty much the conversation We have every Sunday Where he goes
0: Taking that kind of personally there Jezza
1: And then I walk out And I'm like You're not my real dad And he's like I fucking am Ben I'm sorry dad Dad. I forgot
0: Look at you Look at both of our Scraggly beards (laughs) it's just the beard of desperation
1: um but yeah so the realist father is a great way to kind of expand the theme in your story if you're especially this is especially common in children's fiction more than um adult fiction but it is there in both cases um, don't grin at adult fiction we're being nice um, the example that I can think of the most to illustrate this point is merman dad I'm a merman, merman. that was John Voigt. Zoolander John Voigt is uh, the perfect example of this you've been down those mines two days boy and it, but he' he's, got the
0: black lung band, famous
1: realist, <laughs> um, where he ain't got no time for that faffing about in that fancy world. Mm-hmm. Um, massively common in the '90s when anyone pursued a creative profession in, in movies, mm-hmm. and their father would be like, "No, you'll be an accountant and you'll like it." Yes, um,
0: You'll marry a nice Asian boy."
1: And it's going to be fine. Um, it's also technically the tough love approach for stuff like that where he say, he needs to grow up. Um, Robin Williams has often brought in as the counterpoint to that particular narrative. Yeah, um, you have a stern dad and then you have yeah.
0: Robin Williams as your zany father figure. A good
1: example of that would be Good Will Hunting where everybody's telling him that yeah, yeah, you have to be a mathematician, Will. You have to do it. And he's like, oh. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> oh. 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 And then Liam, Liam Hensworth comes in and goes, do
0: you know? <laughs> no. Well, well,
1: is it? <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, some of the smaller examples that we see there, and one of the more interesting ones that I came across was King of the Hill. Um, Hank Hill. Hank Hill, whenever Bo- Bobby's a little heads in the cloud, Putner. Yeah. he wanders around, and Dad, and he just does this whole thing. And he's always having dreams and notions, and his it, his father always struggles To understand it. He's like, what in Bobby?
0: But he he tries, though.
1: That's the important part about this one. We often see it subverted in... We have a father that kind of comes around. It's a great way to show development between characters as well. um, And kind of growth and stuff like that. And it gives you warm fuzzies. Gives you warm fuzzies. Um, Some of the kind of throwaway ones that you'd see would be Hank Pym and Hope. Where he's like, no, you can't do it. That's the end of it.
0: Is that your Michael Douglas? Yeah, it's one of your worst. Pretty poor. poor. (laughs) Do you want to hear my? uh, Do you want to hear my Evangeline Lilly? Go on. Damn it, Dad! I am gonna do it. You can't stop me.
1: That's pretty good. That's pretty. If they were father and son, yeah. Evangeline Lilly, don't. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you know that's a pretty important one. You see it in all the Disney movies. There is always a parent that's like, "Oh, just, just get on board." And the kid's like, no, I want a dream. Uh, Coco is a good example of that from recent Pixar films. No, I haven't seen Coco. Uh, Tangled is another one. She's kept in the Tower the mother's like, no, it's dangerous outside. You can see a very dark and sinister form of that in things like uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, where uh, John Goodman, who is kind of a forced father figure or mm. expects to be seen as a father figure. But really isn't. And they're lying about the world outside as a means of control. He's not, though. Well he isn't but As it that's, turns out that's it. Yeah well that's That's what we're led to believe it's, it. a um, twist, yeah, it's a bloody twist Yeah oh, it's a bloody What a twist um, But yeah we can see That one as well a lot The, the domineering father Who lies to their children And makes them believe uh, Certain things That just aren't true Like in
0: the famous uh, M. Night Shyamalan film The Village Yeah Or as you say out. Because you famously Can't pronounce the word uh, The famous M. Night Shyamalan film The Village The Village
1: Ooh, the village. Um, yeah, so we have things like that quite a lot um, in that particular trope. Um, yeah, th- there's always... And then there's... Sorry, there's an opposite of that. There's the, the good side of life, Father. Um, the example that I can think of best there is Belle's father in Beauty and the Beast, which is a weird one to pull from. But the
0: guy who sells her to that evil...
1: Well, tricks her into taking his place. And she does. he doesn't ask for that. She opts to do it. We should be very clear. She shouldn't. Terrible decision. But very often for comedic effect we reverse that role and the parent is the one with his heads in the clouds and their son is the one, or their daughter is the one who has to be realistic about things.
0: Like in the film Hotel Transylvania.
1: Yeah, like in the film Hotel Transylvania. Exactly. That's pretty good, actually. It is. Yeah, it's no, it's a, bang on. It's a solid call and look at that. Um, so, so you know, it, we can subvert that quite a bit and it makes for interesting content. Um, and then one of the ones, because I've spoken mostly about uh, father-son relationships and I felt that was a little bit biased, Michael. Mm. You and I attended something the other day on, talk about on biasedism. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, Daddy's Little Villain is the name of this trope, which I'm uncomfortable with. But mm, that's what I it's bet you are. Um, and basically, it's where the female child or the daughter, as yeah. it's commonly known. Yeah. Um, is the child of the villain in a piece and for some reason she seems to exemplify the very worst ruthless characteristics of her, her father so I guess one of the key examples that everyone will know is Talia al Ghul Ra- Ra's mm-hmm. al Ghul's daughter um, who's a big old evil evil person
0: or from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ruby from season six, season 5
1: yeah sure although
0: it was her mother who was evil not her father her father was never mentioned
1: it's the same kind of thing you get the idea Um, that one often goes hand in hand with sibling rivalry again I'm coming back to Avatar which you haven't seen Um, but Azula is Zuko's sister and she is twice as powerful as he is and three or four times as ruthless she's just a horrible person
0: on what ruthlessness scale?
1: Uh, the, the scale the of, Ben
0: Colopy scale of right, ruthlessness
1: no probably the Michael Leonard one I feel you like know is more logical and calculated <laughs> um, there's Loki as well but she's a sadist Loki is another great example of that one um, he has to deal with a lot of that kind of thing he has two dads he has two dads
0: but not in a modern way
1: both of whom are bad eggs yeah. well we don't know that I'm sure there's fanfic out there somewhere
0: of Odin and Laufey oh yeah do you think so?
1: Bum, 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 Bloody you
0: get on it, then. Get, get bum, right there.
1: Someone would probably read it. That's the sad part. But anyway, they excel in their father's villainous footsteps, um, and where that one becomes really important is again in that variation of breaking free of that cycle. And the best example we have of that is Thanos and Nebula.
0: Oh, in the in the MCU, not so much in the comics. In the
1: MCU, far more in the MCU. Um, where she wants to excel on behalf of her father and over time she learns that that's just not the way. Well, I mean,
0: you've got your uh, Har- 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 Harry Osborne's as well from your original Spider-Man trilogy, from your Sam Raimi films. Yeah, your Raimi films. Because he's like, Dad, I'm going to get revenge for my dad. Um, I'm James DeFranco. I'm going to get revenge for my dad. And then he's like, Oh no, you beat me up in a fight, so I'm going to help
1: you. Yeah.
0: That's how James <laughs> Franco speaks. Is that how he speaks? Is <laughs>
1: yeah, he yeah. Speaks. so we see that one a lot. Um, I think probably the best version of the Talia Al Ghul version was probably... Dark Knight Rises, fish Uh, fish pasta. Where she came back, fish fish, pasta. Pasta. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. So I mean, no, that's not one of the
0: best versions. That was terrible. Oh, I didn't like Talia Al Ghul. That was one of the worst twists in movie history.
1: Categorically not. It
0: was. You know, I mean, it totally. A terrible had... film. It wasn't a terrible film. It was, a terrible it was film. quite a good film, Ben. Come on, let's be honest. Film. Is this another Ben's terrible films that he hasn't seen?
1: <laughs> no, I have seen that one, you smart ass. Um, I went to see that with someone who was very high at the time, I so I was about 19, and he was out of his gourd on um, weed, and he came out going, Oh, just an amazing film. Oh, I'm just blown away. And that was the noise he would make when he was high and shocked by information and trying oh, to add him. Oh, what an incredible. What and I was there, going, it wasn't that good. It was pretty good. Fuck off! <laughs> right, no, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, good argument. Yeah, um, that's how I win all my arguments. Yeah, you
0: didn't win that argument,
1: then. Well, <laughs> um, that's all this. i Well, um, well, didn't I? Mm? did mm-hmm. I well Chris uh, words. Chrissy Ems, Um so yeah I mean fathers play such a huge role in a lot of the fiction that you and I consume on a daily basis yeah it's really important I mean we've looked at different comics over the years that have done a lot of that um, I suppose in terms of of comic book big legends you've got people like Darkseid the big bad daddy mm. you know he, he's a real bad egg yeah there's um, a lot of father
0: son relationships in that
1: yeah there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um you and I have read a comic called God Country, which is a huge part of what a father will do to save his family. Yeah. Um very often fathers are used as as we said earlier a plot pivot. It's very rare that you would see an arc focused solely on the father. I think omni Man that we talked about <coughs> earlier is a good example of that. He has to go through a full redemption arc to become the father that his his parents kind of wanted. Yeah,
0: or uh Barry Winchester Winchester from what's his name? From Supernatural.
1: Oh, um I can't remember his name. Barry, D- Daddy Winchester, Barry. Yeah. yeah, Baz Winchester. Um, Baz Winchester has to go through that a couple of times. Um, is he dead?
0: Is he not dead? Where is he?
1: Where is he? What's he up to? Yeah. Um, one one listener on Instagram said, "God." Um, that was as, my friend Pierce. Father figure. Well, good for Pierce. And then I thought about it. Actually, one of the best examples of a terrible father figure in God is preacher. Go on, a whiny petty God. Mm. Um and he tries to convince people all the time that I am a loving god, but he's not. He's a dick. Then he
0: gets his comeuppance. Then he
1: gets his comeuppance thanks to the saint of killers, who uh, gives him all two barrels. Two
0: Dream. Barrels. Dream is a terrible father.
1: Dream is a shocking father. He leaves his, flat, his son's head in a in a monastery or a temple. Temple. In a jar? In a jar. It's probably in a jar. A box? Probably in a jar. He's a terrible boyfriend as well, though. Punish mm. someone to a lifetime uh, in the pit of hell because... Uh, He's a bad bloke. Bad bloke. Yeah. Not a great lad. Not a great lad. But yeah, so basically that's kind of what we decided to look at today. I hope you enjoyed those tropes. Um, can you think of any more examples for us? Look, we- of fathers. No, not you. The, the I always get mixed up with this. The bit. I know. I know. I know you do. But it's okay. We're ba- We're back now we're back now Um, any other tropes that we missed there anything else that you enjoy seeing do you have any examples that we missed Um, do let us know in the comments down below wherever you're listening or get in touch with us on Instagram we're on Instagram there you can join the poll that we already had any other fathers for you Michael you missed the sexy
0: dad oh where's the dad who's sexier than the main character daddy yes I missed the daddy dad yeah like a sexy dad daddy oh look at your dad he's so sexy Yeah. Mm -hmm. give us an example there Michael I can't think of any
1: that's what you said about my dad when you saw him the first time I did yeah. what a very sexy dad he's, he's much, much sexier, sexier than, than you who? yeah <laughs> um, yeah sexy dad's a weird thing that pops up now and then
0: well look we have a whole word for sexy mothers so
1: well no DILF is a thing now is DILF a thing we have DILF
0: DILF is a thing that you buy in, in Ikea I think I
1: think Scott Lang's a DILF
0: is he a DILF oh
1: yeah okay oh yeah
0: dad's, it's sexy. Scott Lang's a DILF do you think a future film will deal with Cassie Lang having to deal with her friends all finding her dad attractive I I hope so that'd That'd be, be fun wouldn't it that'd be interesting
1: that'd be fun wouldn't it
0: you know who's a real bad dad go on bloody ego the living planet in oh, the film Guardians of the Galaxy ego, Garden, on the list earlier, Guardians right. of the Galaxy really? you also said you were going to talk about Mustafa I, I said did you have Mustafa on your list and you oh, said yeah. yes we'll Sorry. get to that and then you did uh,
1: I didn't at all um, he falls under the uh, mystical dad which Tra- we didn't oh there's we, a bit of a mystical dad mystical yeah. dads are a whole thing uh, unattainable un- unreachable dads um, who can
0: come back in in spiritual flashbacks
1: ghost jedis are a, a good example of that King T'Chaka uh, King T'Chaka ghost dads That's I forgot I forgot ghost Is
0: Ghost dad, not a dad who disappears. He goes out for smokes.
1: Very importantly, though, we're not encouraging you. Well, no, that's, that's your dad, Michael. My dad.
0: <laughs> my parents still live together, Ben. I'm going to see him now after this. Sure. sure. That's my real dad. Um, ben, he looks like me. He looks like a short of, me.
1: Um, by the way, when we talk about ghost dads, do not go and see the Bill Cosby um, 1980s movie, Ghost Dad. Is that a real thing? Yeah, no, it's a real thing. Can't don't,
0: go see it. It's probably not in the cinemas.
1: It's probably not in the cinemas. Just don't look for it because Bill Cosby, bad dad.
0: You know who is Hollywood's favourite dad? Go on. Liam Neeson.
1: Oh, Liam Neeson. And
0: he, he's been every type of dad.
1: I have a very particular set of skills. Yeah,
0: accents, one of them.
1: Yeah, he's pretty good. Anyway, look, he was that's the, it from us. He's, a
0: bloody, he's done the ghost dad. He has been ghost dad. <laughs> been ghost dad. He's been ghost dad. He's been tragic dad. He's been dad. disapproving dad is dad He's been like Action hero dad
1: He's been heading the clouds Dad in Love Actually Where he tells he's his son To time, go for it He's
0: done every kind of dad yeah, He's
1: heading the clouds dad Liam Neeson Liam Ultimate Nathan. dad Ultimate He's dad. the
0: bloody twist dad He's the surprise evil dad He's every dad The answer to the question H- In Hollywood. the thumbnail of this episode Hollywood. Who's your
1: daddy? <laughs> Liam Neeson It's Liam Neeson That's Hol- it from us this week Ladies and gentlemen We are on Instagram We are on YouTube We are on iTunes Give us a review Go on. View on iTunes knock so over much. there two minutes couple of stars and you can call me a racist call me a racist that's an established trope now um, you can get in touch with us um, on our website seanrebyogh.com um, you can email us directly at podcast at gmail.com um, there's lots of ways to get in touch with us let us know what you think of dads um, tell us about your dad's stories actually don't we don't have time to do not that too. throughout yeah, the week too. but go on send us a few messages do okay. you have any dads that you really do you have any dads from? Yeah, do you have young, any dads in your younger days did you how many have a, dads you have do you have a f- favourite uh, fictional father figure that you would look to for advice as many 90s sitcoms did um, but let us know down below um, don't forget uh, this Wednesday speaking of dads two days later if you haven't had enough of us speaking of dads the High Father and Side are two of the most famous dads from Jack Kirby's Fourth World and we'll be taking a look at them in this week's Collecting Issues where we have a look at Mr. Miracle by Tom King and Mitch Gerard my friend Tom King not your friend Tom King Collecting Issues 1 to 12 so check it out on Wednesday okay
0: bye bye